being able to feel joy when you're walking through something as hard as losing your child seems impossible. How can you find joy in your life when everything is falling apart? It does not make sense. But how many things in our Christian walk don't make sense? The first shall be last and the last shall be first. To be a leader, you must serve. So finding joy in this grief journey, while it does seem impossible and doesn't make sense, it fits perfectly into God's kingdom because it doesn't make sense. So today I'm going to go through five things that you can do to help you find the joy of the Lord in your life daily. I pray this episode blesses you. Welcome to Unlocking Joy After Grief. My name's Courtney, wife, mama of six kiddos, one in heaven waiting for us, and that's why I'm here. In 2017, we lost our four-year-old son, Sam, and it's my joy to share with you everything this journey has taught me. So if you're ready for biblical encouragement, first-hand lessons, and support from a fellow grieving mama, then let's lace up our shoes and begin walking this road together. So why would we need the joy of the Lord? Is there a point to it? Is there a reason? Is it just so you can feel happy? Nehemiah 8.10 says, And do not be grieved, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. So as we're walking through this grief journey and we feel so weak and beat down, and how are we going to make it? Right here in Nehemiah, it tells us, the source of our strength that says, do not be grieved. The joy of the Lord is your strength. So the source of everything in our grief journey is him. It's how we're able to make it through. It's how we're able to survive each day after losing our child. His strength never ends. His faithfulness never ends. His goodness never ends. And so it's safe for us to build our life on him Because he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. So every part of this grief journey that we're walking, we need to look to Jesus to help us get through. And that includes finding joy again. Because in that joy, we will find the strength that we need to keep living. Because this life that we're living here on this earth is so temporary. We're just passing through. This is not our home. So having joy while we're feeling such deep sorrow, can seem so conflicting. And that's one thing I know I've talked about in this podcast is in this grief journey, you will feel emotions that are so polar opposite and you'll feel them at the exact same time. I have never experienced this in my life before I lost Sam. To be able to feel joy and sadness all at the same time is so bizarre at first. And you're thinking, is it okay? Is it okay that I feel joy because I'm still sad? And I'm here to tell you it is okay. It's normal. We're having to live the rest of our life with a piece of our heart missing. And so there will always be a layer of sadness in whatever we do for the rest of our lives. But that layer gets smaller as time goes on, as Jesus continues to heal your heart and you keep living and relying on Him. He will heal you enough to where the sadness that you feel is still there, but it does, it's not overwhelming. There's sometimes that I'm able to go and I'm able to feel joy and be happy 
with just a little tinge of sadness, but then there's times where I should be happy and I should feel joy, but all I feel is sadness. And both of those are okay. Allow yourself to be sad in a joyous time if that's the emotion that you're feeling, but don't stay there. Don't camp out in that sadness. You feel it, you acknowledge it, and you work through it, and you keep going, keep walking, keep searching for that joy. Because in that joy is our strength. And who is the source of our joy? Jesus. He's the only way that we can find joy again in this life. Psalm 1611 says, You make known to me the path of life. In your presence there is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. Psalm 35. For his anger is but for a moment. And his favor is for a lifetime. Weeping may tarry for the night, but joy comes in the morning. He is the source of our joy. He is how we can make it through. If you were to ask me, how, Courtney, how have you survived six and a half years without Sam? How did you keep going? How did you make it through? The only way. There is only one answer to this, and it's Jesus. He is the only way that I have been able to make it through. There's no way that I could have made it on my own strength. Survived that deep of a pain, and my heart was shattered when I lost Sam. He's the only way I've been able to make it through. The only way that my heart has had healing is through him. The only way I've been able to find joy again is through him. So I want to talk with you about five ways that you can find this joy in your life, that you can begin walking in this joy and the healing power of his love and his presence. The first way, and I have to start it with this because it tells us straight in the scripture. I just read it earlier. That in your presence, there is fullness of joy. So how do we find this joy? We have to spend time with him. In his presence is fullness of joy. He's the one that we have to connect our heart and our spirit to in order to find this joy and walk in this joy daily in our lives, especially after losing our child. Because it doesn't make sense that we can even have joy after walking through such deep grief and pain. But we can, and the answer is in Him, spending time with Him, connecting your heart and your spirit and your mind with Him, and He will give you that joy because in His presence is where we find that joy. The last episode I did was all about refreshing your quiet time. If you feel like Okay, I need to spend more time with Jesus. He's the source. He's how I make it through. But I've been doing the same thing and I'm ready for something new. Go listen to episode 27, the episode right before this one. And I give you some ideas that you can do to help kind of bring a newness into your quiet time so you can tap into this joy that spending time with Jesus will bring you. And on this note, it brings me into the next thing you can do. To help you find joy in your life is to find a passion project, something that brings you joy and fulfillment in your life. I went into a little more detail in this in episode 25, finding new purpose in life after losing a child. 
because I know it can seem impossible that you could even have a purpose or a passion for anything after losing your child. But I'm here to tell you that you can, and it can bring you so much fulfillment. My passion project, my purpose that I have found for my pain after losing Sam is this, this podcast, my Facebook group, which is a free community that I started just for you, a mama who's lost her child. And this group is filled with other moms who've lost their child that we can help support each other, encourage each other, cry with each other because we really understand the struggles because we're going through them or have gone through them too. So I'll link that Facebook group completely free uh, in the description of this episode. But this is my passion. This is the purpose that God has brought out of my pain to help other moms navigate this journey with Jesus because he's the only way we can make it through. So if you want to know how to find a new purpose, what you can do to kind of start that process, go listen to that episode when you're done with this one. Again, it's episode 25, just a few back behind this one, and it will really help you kind of navigate where to go, what to do, how to begin the process of finding a purpose in life, a new purpose. And I believe that it will help you in finding some joy in your life again. And number three, which kind of goes with finding your purpose and passion, is to volunteer. I believe helping people, serving people is the heart of the Father. And so when we put ourselves aside, serve other people, it puts us in tune with the heart of Jesus. He came to serve. Jesus came to this earth not to be served, but to serve. His whole purpose was to serve. And so when we do that, we connect with Jesus and really feel his heart for other people. It brings, and it can bring so much fulfillment and joy to your life. I know that if you just Google volunteering in your community, like the name of your city or county, that there will be plenty of things that can come up that you can do. Or if there's an organization that is personal and close to you because it had to do with your child. You can volunteer for them. And I talked about this in episode 21, where I talked about ways that you can honor your child after they go to heaven. Finding an organization and volunteering and helping with them can bring you some joy. Other things you can do if there's a soup kitchen, um, a, a place to help the homeless. If there's a widow in your church or in your neighborhood going and mowing her grass or taking care of her house. Things like this that's that serving others can bring you some joy in your life. The next thing you can do, and this can steal your joy, so stopping doing this will bring you joy back. And I know you're probably not surprised, but I'm going to say stop scrolling. Social media, I have a whole episode on stopping the scroll, reducing your social media use, and that's episode 22. And I'll have all of these episodes that I'm mentioning linked in the description of this episode so you don't have to search too far for it. If there's one thing that will steal your joy faster, it is social media. Why is it? Why does social media steal your joy? Because everything we see on social media is everyone else's highlights, the highlights of their life, the good things, the the best parts of their life. 
they're not going to put on social media when they're fighting with their spouse or their kids or where their house is a mess or when they're struggling to pay bills. Like that's not the stuff that we put on social media, but that's real life, right? That's stuff that we struggle with, but we don't see other people struggling with it. So we begin to think that all these people on social media have it all together. They have it all together and I don't. And so my challenge to you is stop scrolling. Am I saying you have to delete your apps and never post again or never look at it again? No, I still do that. It's just very limited now. I have put hard boundaries in place for me with social media. I still get on. I don't scroll. I look at maybe the first one or two posts and that's all I can do just personally. It it starts to weigh, weigh, weigh down on me, but I do still get on there. So I'm not saying you have to get off all together and delete all the apps and never get on again, unless the Holy Spirit's telling you to, then you have to obey him and do what he says. But even just reducing the amount of time, putting those boundaries in place where I'm only giving myself 10 minutes to scroll, five minutes to scroll, or I'm only going to look at this page on social media. I'm not even scrolling. Or I'm going on the Reels tab and just looking at the Reels. I'm not looking at my feed. You know, whatever it is that will help you have some peace and joy back in your life that social media can steal away, then that's what you need to do. Put it in place in your life. And if you need something mindless, because that's what social media is, you know, you're just scrolling, you're not thinking. And I get it. After a, a hard day at work or if you've had a hard day emotionally, sometimes the mindless things or what you need, find another mindless activity that doesn't also steal your joy. (laughs) You could, if you have a YouTube, have a YouTube channel that you like to watch that's uplifting and encouraging, watch that. If you're a gamer, go play some games. (laughs) If you like a TV show, watch a TV show. There are so many other things that you can fill that time with that is still mindless, because sometimes we need that but that's not a joy stealer as well. So if you need some ideas on how to reduce your social media use, break that addiction that you have to social media, to your phone, then I encourage you to go listen episode 22. My fourth tip for helping you find joy daily in your life, and I kind of mentioned this briefly in this previous step, is to go outside. Y'all know, and you're probably not surprised that I said this, Because I'm a huge fan of going outside, walking outside, being outside in the thing that God created has been a huge part of my healing journey. I feel so connected to Sam and to God outside. And I know I've said this before, but my reasoning, don't know if it's right, it's just my opinion, is that when you're outside, that is what God created, right? His voice made the sky and the birds and the trees and the grass. All of that is something that he created. It's directly from him. And so when we're outside feeling the breeze blowing, hearing the birds chirping, there's such a peace there because that's his. That's his creation. He made it with his voice. He spoke it into existence. And so when we're out there, We're close to him. And where are our babies? They're with him. And so I I feel that that's why we feel so close to our babies outside is because they're with God and that's God's creation. So put on your shoes, go take a walk outside, 
go sit in the grass <laughs> and close your eyes and take a deep breath, work in your flower garden, go take your kids to the park, go hiking, just go be outside. And that's a great thing that you can do instead of scrolling. If you're used to after dinner scrolling through social media, go outside instead. Play with your kids outside, jump on the trampoline. And this is, of course, after it's not five degrees outside. Y'all, this Southern girl has been struggling with the weather lately. It has been so cold here. Like, I've got Southern blood, so really anything under 50 is cold to me. And we we hit single digits here a couple of, couple of nights. So I'm ready for the, I'm ready for spring, ready that we can go outside and be with Jesus and our babies. I digress. Okay. So, so I have a bonus tip for you. Something that losing Sam made me realize was so important. Be present. Be fully present in this moment. It can be so hard to not look back because looking back is where our babies were in the past in our memories. And then it can be hard to not look forward to trying to make the time pass too quickly. Be here. Be here. Be present with the people in your life right now. Because as we know, none of us are promised tomorrow. And if that was one thing that Luz and Sam taught me, it was to truly cherish and treasure these moments. Give yourself permission to be happy. Give yourself permission to feel joy. Give yourself permission to live again. So again, five things that you can do to find that joy of the Lord, that strength we get from Him every day in your life. Number one, spend time with Jesus. He's the source. The way that we're able to feel joy is in His presence. So spend time with Jesus. Number two, find a passion project, a purpose, something that you can do that will bring that joy and fulfillment in your heart, in your soul. Number three, volunteer, which is a great way to to get that joy, to find that purpose and passion is by serving others. Number four, reduce your social media use. Number five, go outside. And then bonus tip, be present. Fully feel every moment you have. I pray that as you're going through this life, trying to figure it all out, that you will begin to experience the joy that comes from the Father and that in that joy, you'll find strength to keep going. I'll see you next week. Love you, friend. Hi, Mama. I hope this episode blessed you. If so, would you mind sharing it with a fellow grieving mama who may need some encouragement on her grief journey? Also, please take 30 seconds and leave a rating and a written review wherever you listen to this episode. Reading your reviews brings so much joy to my heart, and I love connecting with you in that way. All right, I'll see you here next Thursday for another episode. Love you, friend.